And now, a presentation on the Mental Health News Radio Network. The Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Ryan, that is a freaking awesome question. You are the power, and you do not need anybody's permission. He's the only guy that ever crawled out of a grave where people didn't go, oh, ah! Don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because this is just a ride. You're, you're a great interviewer. You're one of the best. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Outoflimitsradio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. Tonight, our featured guest is an expert on human psychology as well as what the elites are planning for us. They've got these devious dark plans, and our featured guest is going to shine the spotlight on them and uh, give some inside information on how we can prepare and how we can engage. Before we begin, uh, today is a very big day for me because it marks the my, my son's first birthday, uh, Ryder. He's one year old today, and I... I love this kid. This kid completely changed my life. I want to say that he made me, you know, more loving and more compassionate towards people. No, absolutely not. No, I have to say I, I disdain people a lot more because since he was born because I'm very suspicious of him. I don't want, like, anyone who's just weird or got a hint of evil anywhere near him. So now, like, I'd say my inner circle has shrunk considerably on top of the whole, you know, corona thing. I don't know. I just I love this kid so much. He's so cool. I'm not just saying it because he's my son. Even if he wasn't my son, I'd be like, I, I would tell my son, "You got to be more like that kid, because that, that kid's cool." He's um, at four months old. He spoke his first word, and another thing he does, he's got a bit of a twisted sense of humor. I don't know where he could have gotten that from. When he uh, when I change his diaper or when a big booger comes out of his nose, he starts laughing hysterically, like it's because he knows I'm I'm grossed out of my mind. This is what he sounds like. Since the last time we corresponded, the world has definitely changed. I mean, the, uh, once again, <laughs> at least in the U.S., they, they decided, oh, all of a sudden, you don't have to wear a mask now. Well, you don't have to wear a mask unless you have a vaccine. So all that stuff, you could walk in the store on a Tuesday without a mask on and everyone would start screaming at you. But Wednesday, it's okay now. It's totally okay well, in the area that I'm in, about 95% of the people, they're still wearing masks. They're still wearing masks outside. I'm just thinking, somebody please come by. Fairy godmother and take these people out of the gene pool. You're wearing a mask outside. What are you going to catch outside? Are you going to catch some sun, some rays of sun, some oxygen? Ah! I don't know. I don't know. And it's kind of weird. I mean, you know that it's weird being in the minority when most people around you are just absolutely nuts. Well, let me tell you something, my friends. Stay in that minority. Stay critical thinking. And also speak your ground and speak your mind, too, because you have no idea how powerful you are. Let us speak in tonight's program. It is a great honor to welcome back to the show self-sabotage expert, and passionate freedom advocate Jason Kristoff. He's got a podcast that I listen to on a regular basis called The Psychology of Freedom. And you can learn more about Jason by going to his website at jkristoff.com. Jason, welcome back. Great honor to have you with us. Thanks for having me on, Ryan. Uh, we'll talk about whatever interests you. Actually, I think what, what interests the world, first off, what is it like being in Canada right now, we've seen videos of people getting arrested for not wearing masks, for not leaving their house. I mean, that, that is, I mean, I know tyranny is bad across the world, but that's, that's, that's tyranny on top of tyranny. What is that like for you? And that... Well, in the smaller areas, Ryan, it's a little less intense. So Canada's, what is it, the third largest country in the world? And there's only... 37 million of us in the third largest country. It's not really that populated. It's pretty spread out. And the the police forces or the enforcement wing of the government is pretty sparse. So if you're in a small town like I live in, 
um, you you don't have too too much to worry about. But of course, when you go into stores, the masks and the six foot distance. And in Canadians, they have a reputation around the world that they're really nice, but they're really gullible, and they're that's that's the truth of it. They're they watch a lot of TV because of the cold climate. And the TV is a weapon. It's the most effective brainwashing tool that the communist Marxist uh, Bolsheviks have ever invented to brainwash the public to believe in a virtual reality illusion. So Canadians are going around, a lot of them, believing the virus can tell the the arrows on the floor of the grocery store <laughs> the virus I thought that was the stupidest thing <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> only go one exactly? way but you but that's the thing about canadians they're very prone to take command uh, from authority because our school system is based on the british system which is based on the prussian system And the Prussian system, of course, everybody knows you can pick up a book called The Weapons of Mass Instruction by the world's most famous public government public school teacher, John Taylor Gatto. And the school system in Canada, same in the U.S. with the Common Core and same in most Commonwealth nations, the school system is designed to produce these non-questioning, order-taking drone bots and Canadians are, are no different than most any of the people that have gone through this 12-year indoctrination slave training camp, and then they come home and sit in front of the, you know, the most advanced military weapon in the world called the TV, where you can program people to kill themselves. And that's why it's such an effective weapon, because... It's all based on behavior modification and hacking of the subconscious mind. And watching a TV screen or a movie screen places the viewer in trance in 90 seconds or less, which is the same brainwave function called alpha that a hypnotist uses to program their victims on the stage. So we got, you know, we got a lot of humans up here believing they can, they control their thoughts and they control their behavior and they control their ideas and their beliefs. And their ideas and beliefs are based on complete and other liaria. And they're as programmed as um, the other 40% of the world, because that's all that's really rolled up the sleeves at, at their sleeves at this point to take this uh, COVID vaccination. So they're a, they're a very loud 40%. They, they appear to dominate the mainstream media, but the mainstream media does that purposely. But this is what's going on in Canada. You have this mass psychosis, uh, believing things exist when they don't exist. I mean, even crossing the border, which is just another thing that doesn't exist, correct? I mean, they've been getting us to believe in shit that doesn't exist for so long. People don't even notice it, from Satan to the border. Even when they say, oh, Canada today sent $500 million to India for um, vaccinations, say. Well, Canada doesn't even exist. Like who like how do you think an imaginary word that doesn't have a person tied to it sent 500 million in vaccinations to India? They didn't. There's so much invisible illusionary play with government mind control. It's 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 it would be great to do, I mean to prepare and do an entire podcast just on that alone. It's pretty amazing how things are happening. Do you guys uh, kind of look at the U.S. right now, see that these masks are coming off, and are they starting to question a lot? Are they starting to wonder why uh, this country allowing this to happen? Are they getting more upset? I wonder if other countries respond the same way. <laughs> well, the thing about propaganda, I mean, the standard propaganda for the for since the day you're born is that your country's the best and everywhere else is super dangerous. So don't leave your particular farm for greener pastures because there's nothing better than where you live. So it doesn't matter if you live in Hong Kong or Canada or Taiwan or Greece, you get, you get that same basic 
foundational propaganda for since the day you're born is that your country's the best. So Canada's like, oh, they're crazy over there in the U.S. What they're taking their masks off. And don't forget, there is no research anywhere on the planet that validates mask wearing as reducing the risk of acquiring disease or mask wearing to reduce the risk of contagion of anything. I mean, there's there's really no science or research anywhere that if you're sick, that you can make other people sick. <laughs> that doesn't even exist. So you can see how long the brainwashing has been going on for, but your typical Canadian who's under this TV program mind control and they've been pushed through a 12-year indoctrination in the government slave training camp, they think that their only virtue is how, how well they obey orders from authority, because that's the primary mind control program that's downloaded into the subconscious for school. I mean, that's the only reason school exists, is to program the people to be compliant to direction. So Canadians... We literally do whatever the TV and the radio and the newspapers tell them. And the newspapers up here are like, oh, yeah, Justin Trudeau, he, he's looking out for you. And without that injection of poison that's killing people, you wouldn't be so safe. And uh, you're safer without your jobs and you're safer locked in your house and you're safer because you can't breathe. Yeah, it's insane. It, it, it's flat out insane. And just to give you a preview of what life may be like in Canada to come if they decide, uh, the, the government decide to give you back freedom that they, they should have never taken away anyway. In the U.S., at least in the state where I'm in, they, the day they said, okay, no more social distancing, no more masks, about 95% of the people were still wearing the masks. <laughs> I was walking in stores. I mean, I, I didn't wear the mask for the last couple of months anyway. And I, I think I went through two months where I, I put something on, but I never fully covered my face because it was just getting violent and violent. But, you know, I walked in the stores and people, they're still complying. They're still putting masks on. They say, you don't have to wear it. So even if freedom is there, people won't even go for it. And I was thinking about some of your earlier shows where, you know, a person walks out, they go into the public, the subconscious recognizes what should I do in order to kind of fit in with a herd. And I'm thinking, like, well, why aren't more people doing this? Why aren't more people taking this off and doing this? It seems like people are voluntarily suppressing themselves, even though it goes against, you know, everything that, that's out there. I can't figure it out. Well, yeah, well, it's the same programming. The subconscious mind's in charge of our safety, security, and survival. So its primary method of security, like, you know, maintaining your safety and your survival is mimicking the herd. But the fear-based propaganda is also directed at the subconscious, and basically it just wants to play the safest card possible. And the subconscious is well aware no one's really taken off their mask. they got to make sure what everybody else is doing. But the fear factor is about an invisible virus that has never been proven to exist, and there's no extra sicknesses or deaths in in the timeline that we're talking about. So. The average person, when they're in fear, it's the same subconscious mind control. They si simply want to play the safest card, which is mimicking the herd. And also, if there's an imaginary threat, they want to protect themselves from that threat. It's completely fictitious, the threat, but the propaganda manufactures the reality inside the mind. It's, it's, it's pretty insane. What do you think is the trajectory of the way things are right now? If you look at what is happening in the world, because it seems like they got a lot of people to take the poison. And I always find it interesting that people get this, and I know there were clips of videos of people having magnets attached to where their uh, injections were. And I, I don't know if that's the case. Uh, in some, cause I know some people that have had it, and it didn't work for them. But overall, where do you see things heading in the world? Well, I can look. I can look down the uh, path a little farther than the average person. The people are doing this to us because they realize we're on to them, and we're not. We're not just talking a couple corrupt politicians in the back office exchanging Manila envelopes full of money for road contracts. They orchestrated 9-11. They orchestrated the Oklahoma City bombing to basically start framing American patriots as terrorists on their own soil. 
They continued that attack by purposely orchestrating 9-11. You go back, they've orchestrated Pearl Harbor. People don't even know that there was an inquiry uh, into the Pearl Harbor attack where similar to various other investigations, it came out that they were well aware that the Japanese were coming and they did not uh, sort of have the authority to warn the people in that bay and they were told to stand down. So we're not, we're on to them. They've been doing this for thousands of years. It's the same show all the time. They've always poisoned the public with vaccines. The medical system is a poison delivery service that is fortified by documented psychological behavior modification techniques, which are proven to make people do absolutely anything, even if it goes against their genetic need to survive. And they've been stealing our money, stealing our power, stealing our life force, stealing our life, stealing everything that we hold dear. It's a very ancient cult that has nothing really to do with America. It's been on this planet a lot longer than America's even being established. So where I see this going is that the people doing this are trying to poison and imprison people in a very on a very rapid scale because they know it's either going to be them or us. And that's what do you mean? That's that's the, do they think that we're going to somehow o- awaken? I would like to be more hopeful about it. I oh, know these I, these people think they're going to be run down in the street, really, and killed. Because once you figure out how long, I mean, every vaccine death, every none of the the systems are collapsing. Like nothing a medical doctor does makes people healthy. Nothing the courts do. Uh, relates to anything that have to do with justice. The politicians don't represent the people. The school systems make people stupid purposely so that they're easier to rule, dominate, govern, lie to, and manipulate. Every system that we have been brainwashed to embrace is actually crumbling and falling apart because they just can't hide it anymore. Every system we have is pure and utter evil and they're I'll like agree with you on that what, what's I'll, that i'll agree with you on that and they're just trying to as it crumbles they're just trying to fortify the control grid so that it used to be sort of a voluntary control grid so you you could poison you yourself with the vaccines in the past, and you you might poison your kids in the past, but it was mostly voluntary. You could go to school or you could homeschool. You could eat toxic food or you could pick healthy food. And they've really used toxins against us because toxins activate uh, the part of the brain called the limbic system, which puts us into a deeper trance so that we're easier to mind control through the screens. So what I'm really trying to say is that they're trying to invent a mandatory control grid where all the negative aspects of the control grid get flipped from voluntary to mandatory. You have to be injected with poison. Your kids have to be injected with poison. Your kids have to go to the brainwashing, indoctrination slave training camp called government school. Even though they might try to close the schools down, they will try to make the kids learn on computer screens, and heaven forbid, we all know what they'll try and put on the computer screens if they take the human teachers out of the equation. It'll be just straight Satanism, straight Luciferianism, straight communism, Bolshevism, because that's exactly what they're always trying to do, is destroy the power bases of the human animal and just, you know, and destroy everything else about them, including their health. Because, of course, you can't farm 
lions. You can only farm lambs. And these are ancient human farmers that see humans as cattle and know that if we we are the only farmed animal on the planet that can jump the fence and slit the throat of the farmer, they know that. And that's why they poison our feed poison our water and poison our medicine so we're so docile and dumbed down that we never jump the fence or even consider doing it i hope that makes some sense it does make sense and i'm just want to know if you can elaborate a little bit more on why they are losing their power structure because some of the people we've had on our shows over the years i think one individual has said that well because the fiat currency system is going to collapse. That's where a lot of the power comes from. And then other people have said, okay, well, there's some kind of awakening that there's some kind of vibrational frequency and the world is waking up. And all these indications out there about people waking up, I really don't see it. I'm trying to be more hopeful about it, but I will say this, that I do see a small number of people. When a small number of people push back very hard, it can change things. And I'll give you a, a, one example of this. When I was going to the, my gym I, it was me and about maybe one or two other people. We just said we're not wearing masks, and we just would do it. And then every week we would talk to other people, and then other people would stop wearing masks. And then towards then when they finally said you don't have to wear masks anymore, it really didn't matter because people weren't doing it anyway. What do you? Why do you believe, or what indication do you see that this power structure is collapsing after all these years, and why now? Well, I think it's run its course, and it's becoming quite obvious, and. This sort of power structure, if you trace this ancient cult, it has to do with invisible power as well. You're not really aware that when you stopped wearing masks, there was an invisible ether-based, you know, an invisible ether-based power that you recycled back into your own crown chakra, keeping sort of this very cosmic, mystical <clears throat> power force to yourself so that you could build a better existence for yourself. A lot of people don't understand the energy magic or the black magic sorcery of the people that are ruling us because they're old ancient energy magicians of the black magic category. And they understand that if I inject poison into you, there's an etheric transfer of energy from the poisoned organism out into the ether, which, be, which can be captured and utilized by a force outside your own sort of containment field. So there's there's all sort of uh, magical abilities of humans. And when you start eating better, exercising, getting in the sun, getting better sleep, and getting outside the mind control, the mind control that is ripped and riddled through the TV and movie screens programs the audience member to hate themselves. Because the subconscious mind copies, mimics, and emulates what it sees on a repetitive basis. And the reason it does that, you're already well aware, is that it sort of labels the repetitive content of its environment as the safest thing to copy, because if it's highly repetitive and sort of at the top of the repetitive list, it represents what the majority is doing. So... And all the TV and Hollywood movies are about us drinking beer, smoking cigarettes, vaping, thinking drugs are good, hedonism, immorality, unethical content. And a lot of people were turning away from that. And it's not just about being moral or, or ethical or working out or eating organic or planting a garden. There's an, an invisible containment of your own cosmic energy that you keep in your own field that used to, used to be siphoned off to these black magic sorcerers from the Middle East. And we can get in, I mean, if you want to know who these people are, names and addresses, you can read some of David Icke's books. Yeah. But there is a p invisible power structure that is crumbling and the power is returning to the original individuals that own the power in the first place. They're taking back their financial power. They're taking back their spiritual power, their health-based power. Um, they're taking back their personal sovereignty on a person-by-person -person basis. And you cannot rule uh, uh, lions. You can only rule lambs. They know that this system 
is a, we have to give our we have to condone this sort of abusive structure and everybody's starting to use that magic word no like neo did in the matrix where mr smith fired the bullets at him couldn't believe neo got up and revived himself all the bullets flew at neo and he put up his hand and he said no that is a very magical very powerful word no and it means you're going to keep your power for yourself and not take a knee or capitulate to the aggressors that are trying to steal your power and use it for their evil plans. And I see this power structure uh, crumbling before me all the time, each day, every day. Terrific. Now, as this power structure collapses, I wonder if people are going to be able uh, let's see, intelligent enough and courageous enough to embrace freedom. I love freedom. The people who listen to the show love freedom. One thing I love about your, your podcast is that it's very empowering. You always put notes on there. You're always giving people tips and advice. Okay, so you, you respect and have great admiration for freedom. Here are some tips and advice on how you can power yourself. So if the scene does crumble, how how do things change if people aren't afraid enough or scared not to embrace freedom? Well, I think they're going to have to eventually. <laughs> the, 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 the way it goes, the way uh, change works is it's usually based on pain. So there's that's how change works. So the more they ignore it, and it is a program society where they ignore pain. I mean, most of the... Uh, the societal environment is purposely orchestrated as a painkilling tool. Caffeine is a painkiller. Sugar is a painkiller. Nicotine is a painkiller. Flour is a painkiller. Cow's milk is a painkiller. They all sedate the nervous system, opio opioids and fentanyl and all these drugs, it doesn't matter if it's coffee shops, and a lot of people don't understand that Bill Gates is also the primary seed funder of Starbucks. And the entire environment, which the average American and Canadian believe just happened through uh, free market influences, it, it has not happened under free, free market influences. So a lot of people are finding the courage to f put their hands on the reality, and it's literally like putting your hands on a hot stove element and they're developing the bravery of that. And that's what it first takes. That's what you're f first going to have to do to take back your power. You can't engage with the world or interface with the world sedated and tranquilized and numb because you can't use the nervous system that God designed for you. You're not getting all the information. So, what we're seeing is a lot of people turning away from sedative modalities that dull and like dumb down the nervous system. They're, they're stopping their coffee, their alcohol, their cigarettes, their junk food, their prescribed, um, you know, tranquilizers and numbing agents or antidepressants. And they're getting the bravery to come into full fledged contact for the first time with their reality. They're the, 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 Basically, the election was fraudulent, but it could have always been fraudulent. We just haven't noticed. Um, there's the, the government is not maintaining the freedom or representing the people. They're doing the opposite. All the doctors do is do exactly. They're, they're the most immoral group, and they're the most far away from health that you could ever get. Of, and people are starting to realize this. And that has to do with taking back your power is starting to say, get out of the programming. The doctors in the United States kill, if you go to a book by Dr. Carolyn Dean, and she's a medical doctor and Gary Null, PhD, you can look it up. It's free on the internet. Uh, you can look up the PDF. It's called Death by, Death by Medicine. And they investigated the American, the conventional American medical system and found out that the medical system in the United States kills 1 million U.S. citizens prematurely every year, which means they could have lived longer if they didn't go into the hospital. Jeez. Right. And, and, and of course, no one's upset about that, but that's part of the system. 
the average Joe only gets upset about what they're told to get upset about. And this is the discovery people are finding out about themselves. They're like, shit, he's right. I only... I I never got mad that the medical system kills one million Americans every year, but I'll get mad when a gun kills two. And and if there was uh, two people shot anywhere in the U.S. today, two killed and three injured, the communist government in the United States and in Canada would rally to take away your guns. But the count for today... Regarding the COVID-19 vaccine, we have 5,000 Americans killed by the four various COVID-19 vaccines, and we have almost 250,000 injured. Now, if that was a gun, what do you think would happen? (laughs) You know it would be banned, but they're trying to take away your guns for the same reason they're trying to inject you with poison, because they don't like you. And that's part of the fantasy that they've impregnated into you through the 12 years of a government school slave training camp. You're living a fantasy. It's an absolute virtual reality fantasy. It's it's, It's so effective that you can teach kids for 12 years that the government loves them so that so for the for the very purpose of a situation where the government will kill them, and they're so confused, they're paralyzed because they're having a program breakdown. They can't move. They're paralyzed. It's been a setup for everybody on this planet since they flew out of the womb, and this is the, this is the power. When, you re, when you're brave enough and strong enough and courageous enough to know that the people in power exist to literally kill you and your family for reasons that you don't have to understand. Like if someone came in my house with a gun today and tried to kill me, do you think I'm going to sit him down and we're going to find out why he wants to kill me? Or do you think I'm just going to defend myself? I'm going to shoot him. I yeah, you fucking yeah. shoot him, <laughs> right? No questions asked. But this confuses people when they uh, when their government is euthanizing them in very... It's not even a covert way. It's only covert because of the behavior modification weapon that sits in the living room. See, the average American, and there's, I love Americans because they, they're strong. They have good foundational principles. But they, they were always waiting for, you know, like the Koreans to come, the Red Dawn event, right? The Russians with the big helicopters, the stars on the side. Where's the tanks? Where's the infantry? They don't need it. That's the thing. The people hunting you, don't, they know they don't need that. They need their best weapon. Their best weapon's the TV. It's proven that you will mimic, copy, and emulate and mirror the repetitive content on the TV. They invented it. It was not invented by some guy in his garage. <laughs> that's the same. That's the story. <laughs> it was invented by the military-industrial complex to basically program you to the point where they don't need it, an infantry invading army. You will get up most of... 40% of Americans and Canadians have got off their couch and went to kill themselves with the COVID vaccine because they don't know their TV is a weapon put there by their enemies. They don't know that. Uh, it's, it's pretty awful. They're not aware about it. You know, as far as reduction of the world population goes, I remember listening to Dale Bigtree doing a podcast on this, and then I listened to Jeff Berwick talking about it as well, and I've also listened to Dr. Sherry Penny, Judy Mikovits, and it seems that, that, I don't know, I'm getting an idea that apparently this vaccine, or these vaccines, whatever you want to call them that, quote-unquote vaccines, their main uh, effect of hurting people is going to take place in the fall, and apparently because it's going to suppress the immune system in some way, shape, or form, are you aware about that? Are you aware that, have you seen any evidence that would indicate that the quote-unquote vaccines are there to actually cause people to, to die or to get gravely ill when another virus comes out that they cannot uh, defend because their body's producing a, a spike protein that it is not able to deal with the new virus? A- absolutely. And 
I mean, these are, aren't vaccines. They don't qualify as vaccines. They don't, each vaccine maker literally admits on their websites that the vaccines do not protect against COVID or transmission or contagion. So why are people taking them? And yes, they skipped animal studies. And there's a reason they skipped animal studies, because every time they tried to develop a coronavirus vaccine, all the animals died, very (laughs) horrific deaths. I mean, the scientists would look at each other and saying, I can't believe how disastrous that attempt was. These animals are frothing at the mouth and and wrenching around like they're on an electric shock uh, machine. So they needed to have the bypassing of the animal studies And they had pre-written decades ago that if you declared an emergency, you can bypass the animal studies. And this is how long they've been planning this. This isn't something, this has nothing to do with the virus. It has to do with a decades and decades long plan. Everything was involved. Each president coming up to this point played their part. I mean, even Barack Obama with the National Defense Authorization Act uh, was called the NDAA. Now, inside that particular piece of legislation, Obama and his Freemasonic handlers inserted into that legislation that it was no longer illegal to use behavior modification psychology on the American public to manipulate their behavior. He he actually put that in. There was something called the Smith-Mund Act that was in place since I I believe 1933 because behavior modification and brainwashing and mind control is so powerful. The actual leaders of the time that actually led by example and protected the people, they wanted to make sure that propaganda and the mental manipulation of Americans through the TV and the movie screens was illegal and Obama reversed that. And the average person you know, was watching, you know, LeBron James and the, the, the baseball and, and they don't understand, but that's that, this is the part of the system. This is all part of the system. Keep them drunk, keep them high, keep them distracted, keep them medicated, keep them tranquilized, keep them slaves until we can build this massive electronic control grid around them and then once we turn it on whether they're awake or not everybody will be trapped and that's what they're trying to they're trying to close that circle right now the vaccine it's with the vaccine passports because i when I, I i pay attention to lock and rose as well we had him on uh, last month he's like the most optimal he's so optimistic about the future because he keeps on saying that You'll see the, uh, the goons try to push forward for a program, and then when they pull back, it means that they weren't able to get away with it. And the vaccine passport, I saw this uh, fire warrior, Dr. Naomi Wolf. She's amazing. We've had her on our show twice, and she really led the effort, I believe, in the U.S. to push back against vaccine passports. And as of right now, 11 states have banned them. I, I don't know what the other countries are going to be doing. But I don't know if it's going to be able to t- if it's going to take off, and I wonder if the vaccine passport fails, if that is done deliberately, if the government really couldn't pull it off. I I wonder from your perspective, are there anything or programs that you've seen the government, uh, not only the U.S. but Canada and across the world, that they were attempted to implement, but they couldn't or they weren't able to do so, or that they've actually failed, where you could actually cite humanity as actually taking back some of the power. I would just say the whole vaccine rollout. <laughs> no one's having it. Even up here in, in the brainwashed zombie land of Canada where people you know, honor their TVs and their radios like gods, they've only managed to get just below 40% of people vaccinated. And even with the base, and, and that's what a vaccine passport is. They have no intention of giving you back anything. That's bait. Like up here in deer hunting country in Canada, we use corn as bait. And and to be honest with you, when we have the, you know, when there's cameras up on the trails, the big deer, the corn, it's only the dumb small ones that think the corn's there for free. The uh, the bigger deer that are older, they don't t- come and take the bait because they know what everything's all about. And thank God for ca- Canadians being awake enough to even 
only say 25% of Canadians are anti-vax. Well, where did the other large percentage come from? They they can smell this scam a, a mile away. So if I wanted to highlight anything as the government completely failing, it was the failure to get a vaccination rate for COVID above 40%. That's I, I see that as the absolute Good. failure, even with them giving away donuts and beer. Isn't it amazing? That is amazing i that's why i wonder I, I wanted to ask you about that too because if you look at the human brain I, it's amazing that people would say you know what god i want a donut let me just get this poison in my blood let me have a beer if i take this poison i'll get a free beer it's it's weird maybe this is actually a good thing i, I figure that uh, the government logically speaking maybe um i don't know where i'm going with this but i figured that they would want to have the idiots that support them alive and well and they would want to go after the people that are critical thinking well if they're taking out all the idiots that would support them aren't they like sowing the seeds of their own destruction yeah well evil is like that <laughs> evil, <laughs> see that's the thing about evil it's not very smart they use the same tricks over and over again they're not inventive and if you study this evil force and david ike has studied it extensively um, it's not, yeah, it's not creative. And that's why it keeps going back to the old tricks, the psychological manipulation and, and the bad acting like our, our prime minister, Justin Trudeau, we cannot go back to normal until a vaccine is developed. And everybody's like, Hey mate, you're full of shit. Like no one's believing anything you're throwing down. You're a bad actor. Uh, and and all the health officials are bad actors. No one's biting on on this anymore, and that's why they're giving. I mean, in the U.S., I think they said Ohio. There's a lottery. There's uh, it, there's a week. There's a draw a week in two separate categories for two separate age categories. It's a million dollars a draw over yeah. five weeks. So ten million dollars <laughs> total in giveaway. They're so desperate. And yeah. I tell people, when's the last time they said uh, if you had if you kept a stable weight or you didn't eat McDonald's, that you're going to get a million-dollar lottery shot. I mean, it's just so obvious. You know, how about if you you had a lottery for people that worked out five days in a row, uh, you know, five days a week for three months? Have we ever seen the government put that people, those people in a lottery to get a million-dollar payout? Of course not. Of course not, because the whole system is becoming very obvious. It's monetized and incentivized and lubricated. So you run af- you run east looking for a sunset and rearrange the furniture on the deck of the Titanic in your own life. And people are starting to put this together that the government is literally there for some really weird reason to poison and indoctrinate us back into the Stone Age. And it's most likely just for them to maintain their power because they're so defective. They couldn't even run a corner store. Yeah, pretty bad. Do you think that it is a good thing to start, well, at least in the U.S., if it happens in Canada, for people to start calling out people wearing masks to, to kind of try to publicly shame them? Not for the sake, I mean, not necessarily because uh, it feels good to take revenge, although it would, but to also encourage a certain type of behavior, the way that you would chastise a person for using a racial epithet. So is it good, do you think it's good for people who believe in freedom to call out others who are kind of going along with the program to publicly shame them, knowing that maybe their um, chastising could be stronger than the person's fear of the government? Well, I think leading by example, If I mean, I'm in the field of brainwashing, mind control, and behavior modification, and 80% of all learning, even up to 90%, is repeating what other people are doing. You don't have to verbally declare anything. Just do it. And do it with pride and strength, and eventually they'll see, oh, the stronger people, the healthier people, the more successful people are doing A, B, and C. And the subconscious will definitely bite into that because it's it's a, a following sort of protocol. It, it goes along to get along. So if you get enough strong people taking the masks off, talking about not getting the vaccine, talking about getting involved with uh, politics and leadership in the community to make sure this Bolshevism attack doesn't happen again. Very important that we just all lead by example without 
engaging in open conflict with another human being because humans just copy what other people do. I mean, the one of the most popular psychologists in the 20th century said that, you know, kids kids learn by watching their parents and anything the parents say verbally just goes to confuse them. So it's best just to lead by example with your actions and the other humans will follow along, uh, you know, behind the strong leadership. Thank you, Jason. Really loved your answer. I would love to just pivot to the subconscious mind because my understanding is that people today their current life is a result of the beliefs that they have in the subconscious mindset. I was wondering, is there anything that a person can do today to begin to undo the programming that is in the subconscious mind that says that they should you know, capitulate before authority, that they are not deserving of financial abundance, that they are not deserving of you know wonderful things in life what are some of the ways that you can clear out the old crap and put some great new foundations in there and also to add on top of that how long does it take for new programming in the subconscious mind to take root in a person's daily life well it's important if you want to start that journey in the right direction you got to know how the subconscious mind operates it manufactures our behavior outside our conscious awareness and it does that by sort of uh, the subconscious operates 365 days a year, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and it has one job, and it loves you, right? Like, this isn't a real nefarious part of the mind, even though it's got some hackable properties where it can be programmed for disaster. It really loves you, and its job is to look out through your eyes and establish repetitive content. It loves repetitive content, and out of all the repetitive content, it's going to make, say, a top 10 list. And whenever's at, at the top of the list, you're going to act out. It's going to force you to act it out while giving you the leeway to make you believe that you're acting it out based on your careful consideration of your life options. There are functions in the body like your sweating, your bowel movements, your menstrual cycle, your breathing, your heart rate. You're aware you don't control those. You could yell at your armpit not to stink on a hot day, but it just laughs at you. There's things you don't control. In psychology, we we understand the behavior falls in that category. The average person who's gone through the 12 years of slave training camp and government schooling is not aware that the, the majority of your behavior, 93 to 97% of your behavior, is uncontrollable. And I'll give you a prime example in real time so people can understand. In 2001, there was a movie called Gone in 60 Seconds with Angelina Jolie and Nicolas Cage. It was a movie about uh, car theft. Do you remember that uh, movie? Uh, yes. Ryan? Yep. Yeah. And there was a lot of repetition, right? Because Nicolas Cage had to steal 100 cars for the local uh, neighborhood thug so, his, so the thug wouldn't kill Nicolas Cage's brother. So although uh, the 100 cars what weren't shown, all of them weren't shown being stolen, but 25 were. That's a lot of repetitive content. And the subconscious mind is in charge of your safety, security, and survival, and it always wants to mimic the behavior of the tribe. And it's been proven this part of the brain as well doesn't know the difference between screen time, real life, and imagined thoughts. So when you're sitting in the movie theater watching Gone in 60 Seconds, your subconscious believes it's real. It believes you're sitting inside a Gone in 60 Seconds tribe, and the customs, rituals, and traditions of this tribe is car theft. And this is why in a scary movie that you jump or you sweat or you, your heart beats fast. I mean, when I was a kid, I watched Freddy Krueger uh, with Nightmare on Elm Street. I was in the back, and when there was a real scary scene, everybody jumped, everybody screamed. And that's because the subconscious doesn't know it's fantasy. It reacts like it's real. So again, you're sitting in the movie theater seeing car theft on a repetitive basis, and this part of the brain as well is in charge of your personal survival, but personal survival as well is tied to your genetic lineage moving ahead. And in the movie Gone in 60 Seconds, Nicolas Cage, it's a very genetically superior woman called Angelina Jolie. So not only is there car theft uh, repetitive content in the that tribe, the there's a good chance you're going to, if you do a good job, you get the hottest ladies in the tribe. And this is how your subconscious mind is thinking. So when this movie was released in Burnaby, B.C., Canada, car theft went up 70% in the first four days alone. And if you were to interview the average person and say to them, 
would you believe a movie about car theft could make people steal cars? They would say, absolutely not. And they would be completely uninformed. And they were completely uninformed about how their behavior is manufactured. And they're also completely uninformed that the movie screen and the TV screen were invented as weapons by America's historical enemies in the UK to be used against Americans in a way where it would completely bypass their, their, their senses to defend themselves. So everything that you will notice on your TV and movie screens have been manufactured out of Hollywood by your historical enemies to give you so much negative role modeling and negative content that you literally destroy yourself because that's the ultimate act of war is where you can trick your enemy to slit their own throats. Because who goes to jail, right, Ryan? Who goes to jail if you kill yourself with a vaccine? No one. No one. Exactly. So do you, do you see the absolute uh, devious nature of the TV and movie screen? Because that's the only reason people are going right now to euthanize themselves and their own kids because they don't understand their TV and the movie screens have always been weaponized against the American public for a Bolshevik takeover that we're involved with now. And Fauci, Biden, and you know Harris and everybody that's up there are completely involved in this American takeover. It, they're completely involved. So if you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, all you have to understand is that your mind, your behavior is controlled through repetitive content. So you have to put in good repetitive content, and then your subconscious will do the only thing it is designed to do, which is make you fit in with the positive repetitive content. Okay, so if you put an affirmation, say, for example, you said, you know, I... I have a million dollars and I'm deserving of love. And you played that repetitively nonstop after a couple of weeks. Do you think your external reality would dramatically change if you, if you, or you put other affirmations like that? It's a hundred percent proven. And the best lady to get these uh, hypnosis works the best because it shuts off the conscious mind, the chatter, and you can have complete and total access to the subconscious for reprogramming uh, with hypnosis. A lot of people say, I don't believe in hypnosis. I'm sorry to tell you that when you watch your TV and movie screen within 90 seconds, you are already in hypnosis. So if you watch TV and movies, you are completely believing in hypnosis right now. So if you want the best lady to reprogram your subconscious mind with positive content. And she has so many other subcategories, wealth, health, getting over depression, getting over grief, uh, being happy, being, being uh, successful, being abundant, better relationships. Even She even has hypnosis for getting rid of porn addiction. Her name is Marissa Peer. And she has a store online where you can have these hypnotherapy sessions and you can actually buy a full access pass. You get the whole library. You can go right to town. And, uh, and then the, you, there's other things you can do, but it's all about repetitive content. And don't water it down. Don't go back and watch Dirty Grandpa, Bad Moms, or Shameless <laughs> because you'll be programmed in the wrong direction and be falling into the trap of your historical enemies. God, I really don't find TV interesting at all. I, I watch YouTube videos a little bit here and there. Well, a little bit of time we have left. Jason, one of your recent podcasts, you discussed this uh, potential planned event that would occur, I think it was in June or July, where the uh, sociopaths that that shouldn't be in power, basically, were going to shut down the electrical grid. And they've made indications about this. I think there was a, a kind of like a test in the US where they, they said, oh, those are hackers that, you know, like shut down the gas station. And you know, they, they, they managed to shut, and it didn't make any sense to me at all. But what do you think is going to happen? And what does your gut feeling tell you? I think Americans should just be aware that they're under attack <laughs> and they need to understand that there's no way a hacker could shut down a pipeline that you can just go back to the old, you know, the big circle uh, wheel that you can spin and open a pipeline. There's no way a hacker could shut down a whole pipeline by hacking a computer. It's absolutely impossible. And what they're going to try and do is, yeah, they're going to try to launch another attack that they orchestrate themselves, like they've always done, Pearl Harbor, 9-11, Oklahoma City, the, the Wall Street crash. What, what, they do it all. That's all them. 
That's what that's what they do. They put fear and then advance their agenda. So this time they're going to try and shut everything down and say, you know, Klaus Schwab, an unelected psychopath at the World Economic Forum, will come out and say, oh, there's too much uh, internet traffic. It shut down the internet. Uh, we have to uh, divide internet traffic to essential and non-essential activity, and anybody speaking the truth that we're psychopaths, because we are, they have to go, and everybody that wants to uh, take our bribes, they have to stay. <laughs> and that's exactly what they're going to try and do, is shut down websites and traffic and Facebook pages, because they're going to say it's too blocked up and there's too many threats. And all they do is they create the problem and they create the fear and then make us beg to be enslaved. And if Americans and Canadians can get that through their head, they can see the absolute jokes and psychopaths that are ruling over them right now. And we can jump the fence and slit their throats. I would love to do that. I want more people to get excited about this because I mean, with freedom, there's, there's so much more out there. And there's a lot of people that are, uh, that are passionate voices. I mean, you... Ron Paul, Gerald Salente, Del Bigtree. I mean, there, there's countless others out there that are stepping up. And if we just got more people with the same passion, I think it'd be incredible. What are a couple things that a person can do right now, you think, to dramatically improve their personal freedom? We're talking about on a psychological, a spiritual, and, an, um, and, and a physical level. Well, the only part of the brain proven to want freedom is called the frontal lobe. It's a part of the brain that lays just behind the forehead. The limbic system doesn't want freedom, and that is a, a brain a portion of the brain just behind the ear, closer to the the spinal, the brain stem. And the limbic system, part of the brain that has no interest in freedom whatsoever, is hyperactivated through fear. So if you watch TV, if you watch scary movies, you can actually inhibit your genetic drive to pursue freedom. So you have to eliminate every attack that they've ever developed to be on the frontal lobe. Now, their two biggest attacks on the frontal lobe, proven to shut down the frontal lobe and shut down any remnant of freedom activity that uh, is electrified in that part of the brain, coffee and alcohol. That's their two favorite weapons. And that's the only reason alcohol is so prolific in the society. And that's why there's a coffee shop in every corner. And Bill Gates is the force behind Starbucks. And I mean, even when I was in the TD bank today, um, you know, putting some money in for some, for the dip, for the crypto dip, trying to get some more Bitcoin for cheap. But uh, they had an ad where uh, TD Bank, the Toronto Dominion Bank, was uh, teaming up with Starbucks. It's an absolute, it's, it's, a, it's a crossfire. It's a three-man crossfire all the time. They're taking your head off in ways you have no idea about. Your coffee's weaponized. Your alcohol's weaponized. Your your junk food is weaponized. Your your TV is weaponized. Your movie's weaponized. So if you want to actually get involved with the freedom movement, I mean, if you're American, you got to have your frontal lobe on so you can't be polluted. You can't go out and lobotomize yourself by your own hand with your own money that the government has, you know, only given you half to half of your money back to begin with. You can't take that money and go destroy yourself by your own hand. And that's, that's the beauty of the system they have. Cause if I wanted to lobotomize you with caffeine every morning and I said, I'm the government, I'm passing a law, I'm going to show up at your house with cops every morning and you have to drink a medium coffee, you'd be like, hold on a second. Why are you doing that? I'm suspicious. This doesn't seem right. But if they give you the freedom, freedoms, but only in the areas that don't count, you never notice. They only give you freedom in the areas where you destroy yourself. And that's not freedom. That kind of freedom is called freedom, where it's D-U-M-B at the end, where everything that makes you dumb is provided to you nearly free by the state. 
And that's why the vaccines are free, because it's part of the free dumb program. F-R-E-E-D-U-M-B, because anything that makes you stunned and sedated and brain damaged is free from the U.S. and Canadian government. People have to realize that if you want to... You want to talk like me? You want to see stuff like me? I'm not special. I'm not smart. But why do I sound more intelligent than the, than the average person? Because my frontal lobe is on. I see it all because I don't pollute myself by my own hand with my own money. Very simple. Awesome. Mr. Jason Kristoff, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. The time went by so fast. So thank you so much. Jason is a self-sabotage expert. He's got a terrific podcast that I listen to on a regular basis called The Psychology of Freedom. You can learn more about Jason by going to his website at jchristoff.com. Jason, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, Ryan. Okay, everyone, that concludes today's edition of the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Special thanks to our unbelievable guest, and special thanks as always to our virtues, Miss Carrie O'Connor, Miss Constance Dallas, and our social producer, Jenny Lamisa. To learn more about the Out of Limits of Inner Truth, please go to our website at outoflimitsradio.com. And till the next time we meet, my friends, I wish upon you an abundance of peace. Love and beers. Take care and thank you so much for listening.